and welcome to the Nature Jobs podcast. I'm Julie Gould. This week, the Nature Jobs podcast is celebrating women in science, and I've been speaking to five inspirational women who have studied science, technology, engineering or math subjects, and who've gone on to do some incredible things. Yesterday, we heard from Professor Frances Ashcroft, who just loves the thrills of making an academic discovery and being the first person in the world to see something and understand something that no one else has done before, which you could hear the passion in her voice. It was just wonderful to listen to. Today, we're speaking to another such inspirational woman. I went to visit Roma Agrawal, a structural engineer at WSP. And she was the woman who designed the uppermost part of the tallest skyscraper in London, the Shard. Roma studied physics before becoming an engineer, and she was never bothered or intimidated by being outnumbered by men in either a classroom or a boardroom. Roma, you have a background in physics, even though you're now an engineer. Why did you go into physics? So when I was 18, I didn't really know what I wanted to do as a career. And I, I loved maths and physics, and so with some encouragement from my teachers at school, I decided to pursue a physics degree. And it was really clear to me at the time that you could do a huge range of careers with physics, so I didn't feel like I was limiting myself. So that's what I went off and did, and I really, really enjoyed my degree, even though I did definitely find parts of it quite hard. I could, I could totally resonate <laughs> with that, because I did a degree in physics as well. And oh, brilliant. It's, it was, some of it was okay, and some of it was brain-curdlingly difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of staying in physics, why did you jump to engineering? I had a good think about what different things I could do with a physics degree and I was going to careers fairs and at the time you only had you know accountants, investment banks and all these financial institutions coming in to the careers days and I really wasn't very interested by any of that. So I wanted to do something which was a bit more technical and I could actually use my physics in my job I did some work experience where I was, so so my actual role was very boring because what I had to do was log all the fire safety features of the entire physics department at Oxford and put that into drawings. (laughs) However, I was surrounded by very, very inspirational engineers and they gave me little bits and pieces to do and I saw how it was all about problem solving and that's when you know, the the kind of light bulb went off and I said, right, this is what I want to do, I want to be an engineer. (laughs) I was quite lucky then that you you were surrounded by all those people and it wasn't just that boring logging experience. No, absolutely, and they they were very encouraging of, you know, I asked them questions about what they were doing, they encouraged me to help them out when I had a bit of time and they gave me stuff to do and so it was really, really good experience actually. As a, a woman who was studying physics, did you ever feel outnumbered or... Were there ever any barriers that you faced whilst at university? I felt outnumbered, but there were no barriers. And I didn't really care, to be honest, because, you know, I, I get along great with guys. And so what if there's lots of guys on the course? You know, there were, there were girls as well, and that was fine. And, you know, I, I honestly just didn't feel very bothered by it or intimidated by it, which is good. So I just kind of went on with it and didn't really think about it very much. And then that's carried on through your career into becoming an engineer as well? It has. I'd I'd say that probably a little bit more consciously I realised that there are some confidence issues that I probably need to work on. But just being conscious of that is almost half the battle because now if I'm in a meeting and I feel like, oh, I don't think I should say anything, then I think, no, well, that's probably 
my little confidence thing playing up and I should say something and it'll be fine. That little consciousness has come in. But I mean, to be honest, that can come for anybody. It's not because I'm a woman that I have that. It's just being in quite a fast-paced environment sometimes can do that. If you're young, it can do that. You know, any, any sort of uncomfortable situation can bring that sort of feeling on for anybody. It's not just for women or anything like that. You've now been working at WSP for a while and one of the big projects that you've been a part of mm. was being an engineer for the Shard. Yeah, that's right. What was that like? Uh, that was amazing. So I started working on the project just about a year into my career. So wow. I was a graduate engineer. I didn't know very much and it was all quite scary to me. But my team, you know, my, my boss and my team was assigned to do the Shard and so I was very, very excited about that. And right from the beginning, I said, I want to design the top of the building, please, because I thought it'd be really cool to be able to say I designed the top of the Shard. But I worked on so many different bits of it. I spent nearly six years of my career working on the Shard, actually. So, it, you know, it's a huge part of my life and, you know, something that I'm very proud of. Definitely. And it's now a huge part of London. It as is. Well. Yeah, <laughs> there's no denying that. <laughs> I wonder if you ever walk around London and you, you're walking along the river on the north side and, and you hear people talking about the Shard tourists or something. What, what sort of things do you hear them say? I see loads and loads of people stopping to take photographs. So, you know, before people were just commuting, they were running down the bridge to get to their office. Now, actually, I see people stopping and taking photographs. And I think that's really nice that people take a second out of their day just to look at what's around them. And people love it, generally. I think it's, it's a very beautiful building. It's on the river. You get great views from it. It's just such a wonderful addition to the skyline, I think. Do you think people ever think about who is behind building the Shard and whether or not there was a female engineer on the team? Not enough. And I think we need to work more as engineers to shout out about what we do. So I think engineers are naturally quite quiet and modest about our work. And we need to shout out really loudly about these amazing things that we're doing. That's part of the reason why I love going into schools, going into universities and speaking to people about the amazing engineering that's gone in to designing the Shard. And there's a lot of things that can be done in schools and, you know, by companies. So WSP has a schools engagement program. We get 16-year-olds in to spend a week with us in the summer. And you can see a big difference in the aspirations and their awareness from when they join and the preconceptions they have about what an engineering firm does to the end of it when suddenly they're really inspired and it's, it's very very effective. Apart from going into schools you also work closely with Edwina Dunn from Dunn and Humby on another project. Yes so I'm working with Edwina on this very very exciting project that launched last week at the Science Museum and it's called Your Life and we're a board of 10 people that have all done a huge diverse range of careers and things with maths and physics A-level and the aim is that we inspire more children to study maths and physics at A-level because you know the numbers are just at the moment really really low and we really need to get more kids studying that so I'm really excited about that three-year project we're hoping to increase the number of students taking those A-levels by 50%. So a bit of an ambitious target there, but I'm an sure we can do target. it. <laughs> Best of luck. So wh why do you think that is, that there are such low numbers of, I'm going to say people, but is it mostly women, do you think, that are just aren't studying these subjects? There's, I think, 30,000 students study physics A-level every year, and only 7,000 of those are girls. So there's a long, long way to go with those. From the focus groups that we've had, people think it's harder to get 
the grades they want, so there's a confidence gap of people wanting to do those subjects and do well at those subjects. And I think it's also a perception thing. They don't know what careers they can do with it, which astounds me because there is such a huge range of careers you can do with a maths or physics A-level. This is the second time that you've mentioned that younger people just don't have a a grasp of of the careers that they want to do in the future. Do you think then it's something that we should start sort of helping students with at a younger age or do you think we're all going to be working for who knows how long anyway should we really get them to think about that sort of thing we don't need to think about careers straight away but if if children understand what the link is between say science and maths to the world around us then that's enough because hopefully if they can make the connection that studying maths or studying physics can lead them at some day to design the skyscrapers that they're passionate about or to code the games that they love playing. As long as that connection is there, then when they're a bit older, when it's time to make those decisions, then they'll make them. Thank you very much. Thank you. I feel like Roma is such a huge inspiration for anyone who's interested in studying physics or engineering. And it's wonderful to see just how much she's doing to break that stereotypical image of what an engineer is. If you want to know more about Nature Jobs, you can go to our blog at blogs.nature.com forward slash Nature Jobs or follow us on Twitter at Nature Jobs or on Facebook. Tomorrow, I'll be back with the third interview of this Spotlight on Women in Science series. Thanks for listening. I'm Julie Gould.